Ladies and gentlemen, Cheap Heat today brought to you by our friends at Indochino.com. Go to the website Indochino.com so you can get custom made, so you can look. Major. So you can be part of the. The majesty. So people look at you and think you're. M- 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 mage. Go to Indochino.com. Promo code HEAT. They will give you a premium suit for just three fifty nine and free shipping. That's Indochino.com. The promo code HEAT. You can get yourself chinos. You can get yourself a suit. You can get yourself shirts. Whatever you want. Get them all to fit custom and all done right. Indochino.com. The promo code HEAT. Today. Yes, sir. We promised you a great man out here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat. Recording this on a Thursday in New York City with the physically large SGG located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. How are you, SGG? I am doing great. Really? I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Of course. We got a we got a good pay-per-view coming up this week. We got a good weekend of wrestling coming up this week. Um honestly, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, there's a that, that I'm glad. There's a lot to preview there. You're right. Nice pay-per-view Sunday night to look forward to as yeah. we head into the holiday season. Ring of and... Honor's final battle is on Friday. Where is final battle? Uh, it's coming from New York City. I believe they're doing it at the Hammerstein Ballroom again this year. I won't be in attendance. Oh, but, I, should, um, I should I should go through, shouldn't I? Yeah, I don't see why not. Roll through with your championship if you haven't um, no. <laughs> if you haven't unloaded that on Depop yet. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everyone who um, got <clears throat> some of my shirts on Depop. I sent a box of about 25 to wrestling for sale today. So much of my collection that did not make it to Depop will soon be available um, through Ted at Wrestling for Sale, but I just I couldn't I I just couldn't deal with the selling them all myself. Actually, I have to delete some, which I sent to him today. Um, but don't <laughs> worry. A shout out to everyone who bought stuff, and I'll put up more stuff as well. But um, anyways, SUG. So I'm glad you mentioned Final Battle. I didn't even realize that was this Friday night. So maybe I will go through there, and um. How uh what happened outside the ring this week, SUG? And let's we gotta move quickly because a lot of, lot to get to, a lot to preview for the weekend. Well, luckily for us then, not much happened outside the ring. Um but as soon as we went off the air again last week I got news that Larry the Axe Hennig passed away. Yeah. I know. Grandpa perfect. Years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is grandpa perfect. He had a good run though. Very good run at 82 years old for an old-timey wrestler. Yeah, he definitely did. He got to see his uh, his son become AWA world champion, if I'm not mistaken. Um, got to wrestle with Kurt, too, actually. Oh, on yeah. On a couple of occasions, they tagged together. Got to see his son become the Intercontinental champion. And then got to see his grandson do the same thing um, on a Father's Day, no less. Um, but, yeah, Larry the Axe Henning, can't say I have a lot of familiarity with his work, but I do know how... Uh, respected and regarded as a tough guy he was. So R.I.P. Larry the Axe. Yeah. And um, and John Cena was doing the rounds. And I noticed that uh, in one of his interviews, he sat down with ESPN, mm-hmm. uh, ESPN's own carry champion, but he didn't sit down with us. 
So, how, so that's how that's it. Bad. You should feel the way John Cena always makes us feel, like he doesn't have time for interviews anymore. Don't worry, we'll play this instead. We could be in the middle of Miz country. So, you take your funny haircut and say that. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. Love John um, Cena, but I, I haven't interviewed him. I literally have not interviewed John Cena in legit probably, I don't know, five years? So a oh, long wow. time. Long time. Anyways, what did you gather from the rounds that he was doing for Bumblebee? Um, I gathered that apparently, you know, either everybody loves wrestling or everybody loves John Cena. <laughs> he was in the UK on the Graham Norton show and, you know, he he had them talking wrestling. Matthew McConaughey even busted out some stories that I didn't even realize he was a wrestling fan, but he busted out some stories of his days um, as a fan down in Texas um, watching the wrestling. He's supposedly banned from one of the uh, one of the arenas. Over an incident at a wrestling show. Oh, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, sad, <laughs> sad McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey, sad wrestling fan uh, and sad Redskins fan. Him and I relate. Yeah, we need to get him on the show. You think we'll get him or John Cena first? It's a very good question. Uh, talking Redskins, I could probably get McConaughey because I mean, at this point, anyone who roots for that putrid organization is basically on the verge of losing it all together. So I'd have a chance, but. Um, Anything else interesting from Cena? I, I saw him talk about being the prototype. I did, I did see him talk about being the prototype. And um, he mentioned, too, with his movie schedule. Um, I didn't realize this, but he uh, he apparently apologized to The Rock. He said this in the ESPN interview. He apologized to The Rock over the comments that he made when he was younger, uh, rising WWE superstar. Um, basically, in other, in other words, he didn't have the passion. In other words... He apologized for calling The Rock a sellout now that he's sold out. <laughs> yep. Which, by the way, I don't say that as a diss because it's, it's, it is part of growing up and getting to places where you start wanting to do more because you've been doing it for so long. And, you know, the, the, the WWE, no matter what John Cena would say, his, his itch has been you know the 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 itch has been scratched on on some level. Yeah, I mean, he mentioned in the interview that he um he did movies, but couldn't wait to get off the set so he could come back and be WWE champion. And I I wonder how much of that, not that he would hate WWE or want to get away from the ring, but how much of that is the reverse now that he loves movies so much that he wants to stay around as much as he can, and is not so concerned with being. A champion, let alone WWE champion. Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't. I don't know how where things go for John Cena, where he ends up at WrestleMania. Is there is there even a rumor yet about what he is doing at WrestleMania? I have not seen any rumors about what he's doing at WrestleMania, but you have to think that he'll be back, though, right? I would think he's on Mania at in New York. Yeah, I would. I just don't know what. I just hope whatever it is, it's done better than what happened last year. Yeah, although they, I feel like they pulled it off last year, but the match itself was not. Well, I mean, they pulled off that it was something to talk about, but then the payoff wasn't there. Right. So, like, if you're going to do something so weird in terms of build, I need the payoff. I mean, I, you know how I felt at the end? You're hurting me. You know what I mean? So do we all, Peter. So do we all. And, and you know what I, you know what I wanted, you know what I wanted John Cena to say afterwards? <laughs> what? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and and then that, when I that was the least I, he could have done. 
And then when I realized what the match was, uh, this was me standing there watching it. I see. Uh huh. <laughs> That's. And then, you know, but ultimately at the end of WrestleMania, I said, I was so happy. It's true indeed, though. <laughs> it's it's sad though. It's sad though because John Cena, when it came to that match with the Undertaker, he's not a winner. You know. And then and then lastly, if you were to accidentally during the match pick up a piece of gum and eat it off the floor at MetLife Stadium, you'd be saying the thought of eating it well, would make me throw up. Thank you. Mark. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all things that make sense. Uh, what else happened, SGG? Um, not really news, but apparently Raw's rating hit a record low. Great. This past week. And, uh, um, thanks a lot, Baron Corbin. It sparked a debate online, uh, between some former WWE writers and, um, Wade Keller and other people, um, just about the overall quality of the product and what this means for the company and whether or not they should be worried. And I, I don't know. I wanted your opinion on that. Like, should WWE be worried by these ratings? <sighs> I don't. I, I mean, I don't know if I'd say worried. I I think I I think it could be an indicator of the show. You know, I don't think it's worth being like, oh, things are all falling apart. But I think it could be an indicator that the show the shows haven't been that great. I mean, I haven't been that into it the last few weeks. Which is interesting because it's a card at TLC that I think is pretty good. Um, up and down the board is pretty solid. And yet, week to week, Raw just hasn't felt special at all. I, it's, it's in a weird spot. It has not been a good few weeks. Do you, what do you think? I, I agree with that, that, um, that it hasn't been a good few weeks, that it's been sort of in a dip. But, um, but yeah, I don't know if that necessarily, like, I don't know that that's the same as saying that, you know, the ratings are bad and that's why it's terrible, if that makes sense. Like, I, I can see, you know, the product is bad and then having your reasons why as being a valid criticism. But I don't know if ratings being bad is as important as the product being bad. If the, You know what I mean? I don't know if there's a one-to-one correlation with the, with the two. Yeah, me neither. Um, but I, that's my guess is just that the show hasn't been keeping people around. You know, you're not, there haven't been, there hasn't been, you know, the Rhonda stuff has been, the stuff, the stuff that Rhonda's doing on TV is, eh, you know, like Rhonda's best stuff is at pay-per-views. She's can't miss at pay-per-views, but the TV's okay. The biggest, most interesting thing happening in WWE, in my opinion, is happening on SmackDown. That's Daniel Bryan. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose is really awesome if you're a wrestling fan. But wasn't it Dipperstein who said it that ult- when he was on the show a few weeks ago? I mean, ultimately, you know, or was it us? I forget who said it. But, like, they're they're intercontinental guys, really. Yeah. They're really two great intercontinental guys. So, you know, while I really like, I mean, I, I'm even excited for Natty and Ruby Riot. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I love Ruby Riot, but... Are any of these things that keep you watching TV? Is Finn Balor and Drew McIntyre or Elias and Bobby Lashley? Is that keeping people glued to their TVs? You know, down the down the stretch of a football season, which even though the Monday night games have been pretty bad, it's been a pretty entertaining football season in general. You is know? that part of the issue that that um, 
ratings are down across the board because of the NFL? Well, I, I certainly don't think it helps. If TV has not been good, and on top of TV not being particularly good, it happens during the football season when Monday Night Football is happening versus happening in March. Yeah, I think there's no way to not factor in Monday Night Football. And by the way, I said Daniel Bryan, but also the next most interesting thing is Becky Lynch. She's also on SmackDown. Right. Although I expect Becky Lynch to be on Raw after WrestleMania. You think so? With Because after WrestleMania, right, don't they really have to start gearing up towards you know, that that split, that network split and um, and move in some people over to SmackDown well, for when, Fox. When, when, it, when is it happening? Fall, October or something? Yeah. I mean, they still have a lot of time. Maybe you're right. I just see her. I just see whenever Becky eventually makes it to Monday of being lit. Um, I guess it depends on whether they feel she's run her course completely on SmackDown or not. And I guess it depends what Ronda and... Becky end up doing at WrestleMania if they're together, if they're separate. All right. Um, but yeah, I'm not shocked at, at, at the bad, at the bad numbers right now. And I'm not concerned about it in a macro sense, but in the micro sense, yeah, week to week, I, I haven't found it to be super must see on Mondays. I, I spend more time thinking about Tuesdays. Okay. And that's fair. And I guess that's what I was asking. Like, what do these bad ratings really mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a huge picture except that the TV hasn't been. Here, I, I have some audio of me talking about it actually. I, I, someone asked me about it earlier. I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it! I mean, thank take you. It easy, man. Was that you that said take it easy, man? Or was that you that? No, both were me actually. <laughs> okay. Um, alright, what else, SGJ? That was it, and I guess that rolls us right into um, Monday Night Raw and the week that was in WWE. And what do you want to say about Monday Night Raw this week? Or should we just jump to a preview and let our preview encapsulate Raw and SmackDown? Um, I think that's the way to go. I think that is the way to go. Although, before we do that, though, the one thing I have to touch on, which I probably we won't get a chance to with the preview, is the Daniel Bryan Mustafa Ali match, which, um, man, is, is Mustafa Ali not probably one of the most underrated wrestlers right now? Because he yeah, doesn't he's... get talked about in people's match of the year, like best wrestler conversations right now, but he's he's killing it right now. It's hard for the cruiserweights, you know? It's, it's hard for them to get their proper due, um, especially because there's always only a couple at a time. So... You know, if you have Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander, for example, getting all the pay-per-view matches, you might end up without another person or another two people. And, the, and, and there's a lot of really talented people there. But, yeah, that was an awesome match. Really fun. One of the great things about Daniel Bryan. But we'll get to Daniel Bryan more in a few minutes. But you're capable of using him in so many ways. All right. Yeah. So let's not waste any time. Let's break down uh, TLC SGG. We can have some nonsensical repug predictions. He's not a winner. Um, and we'd love to hear from you on Twitter. Twitter. Just kidding. I'm not on Twitter. Um, so SGG hit me with it. And don't get me wrong. We will get to mailbag sh- shortly. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com.
So let's just get this one out the way. Let's take our dance break early. The Mix Match Challenge Finals, Fabulous Truth versus Mahalisha. <laughs> Did you expect any of these two teams to be in the finals? Wow. That is... I guess Fabulous Truth, once you saw that it was starting to work for them on some level as like a fun tag team, I guess in that sense it's not shocking. You know what I'm saying? Because they're over in some way, so why not? Like the point of the mixed match is give people a little extra, and if you have one man-woman combination that happened to be getting over right now on one of the shows... Should we be surprised that that who that's who's probably going to win the whole thing? That's true. That's Ma- true. And- Mahalisha is more crazy, especially as a nickname alone. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even. I, that's insanity. Yeah, I, I weirdly. Well, the prize is what, like a vacation or something like that. Yeah, but isn't it also the last spots in the rumble? Oh yeah, it is. That's so crazy. That so, they, uh, that they mean, use that, that on the mixed match challenge. Be, it has to be Mahalisha, right? No. No. It could be a goofy spot in the... Because it's not like I think Jinder Mahal is going to play a big part in the Rumble either. Well, this is why I went that way. Because Jinder Mahal... Wow, we're spending a lot of time on this. Can you believe it? ...is that? a former WWE champion. I see. Uh-huh. But Carmella is the former WWE Women's Champion. See, and more recently, so, and more yeah. likely to, and more likely to end up in the picture again, I think, than Jinder Mahal. You remember how how excited I was when Jinder Mahal was champion? I was so happy. Same. I mean, we. I, I mean, at least on this show, we are. We all were. Apparently, the TP appa- family. Apparently, Vince though feels he's not a winner. <laughs> so, is your prediction? The Fabulous Truth? I'm going Fabulous Truth in a match I'm very excited about. All right, I'm going Mahalisha. I see. Uh-huh. All right, what's next, SGG? Up next, we have uh, Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. Randy Randy Orton's Guys from the Mid-2000s tour continues. Yeah, so strange. First Jeff Hardy, now Rey Mysterio. Uh, it is. I, I actually am not sure though about who wins. I'm gonna Honestly, go Ray. Yeah, me too. Ray hasn't gotten a marquee win since he came back, has he? No, he has not. I mean, like, he beat Andrade. Yeah, like that was down. cool. But like, what's the point of him coming back if he can't beat Randy Orton in a in a story that's not even that intense? Yeah, although it's a chairs match, so I mean, they're setting it up for some type of intensity. That that certainly favors the Viper. Does it, though? The, I feel like the chair is the equalizer. The chair is the equalizer, but who can you picture beating someone down with a chair more? Like swinging a chair, Randy Orton, but mm-hmm. innovative moves that involve a chair, like a Hurricane Rana into a chair. Sure. Or a 619 into a chair, or even like some type of springboard with a chair, Ray. But I'll tell you what, Ray has to fear the three... Most dangerous letters in all of WWE. R K O. Wow. I was really just using that to stall to look for a, a Randy Orton drop. I don't think I have one. 
So. He doesn't. Does he? Does he have any like memorable? Even botches on the mic. He's pretty like straight across the board, straight to the point. Oh my gosh, we're the worst. Does he have any? Hold on. What about this? Wait for it. <laughs> and thank you, Paul Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> <laughs> So, I think that's pretty good. I forgot about that. Don't ever forget. Maybe this is the longer version. Thank you, Paul, Peter, Rosenberg, whatever your name is. <laughs> I guess thanks for that, too. So, yeah, he has that one, at least. So, uh, yeah, I'll go Ray also, though. <laughs> that one was really weirdly appropriate, too, actually. Why, um, does, why does Dean Ambrose look like always look like he just stopped at Burlington Coat Factory? He probably got- did. They're more than great coats. He has. He probably got some nice boots out of there too. <laughs> <laughs> that was the SGG line of the week. That was mage. Oh my god. Um. All right. What's next, Greg? Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander cruiserweight championship match. Uh, I'm. I don't. I don't know. I think they'll have a great match, and I'll go Buddy Murphy to keep. I'm gonna go Cedric to regain. All right. He had a great run as champion. Why not? Why not send it back? Sure, sure. Do. Get himself on the Black Power ranking. Yeah, of course. That would that would do it one hundred percent. Oh my goodness, Natalia versus Ruby Riot. Ruby match. Ruby Riot um, messed up because she's invoking Natty's late father, Jim the Anvil Nyhart, and it's messed up. But ultimately, I think the reason this story makes sense to me and that, it, you know, that they're in, in a big, the fact they have a rivalry based around a smashing a pair of glasses, I think that has everything to do with this being an opportunity for Ruby Riot to get, you know, to get hers. So I'm going Ruby. Yeah, I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see Natty go through a table with, <laughs> with Jimmy Anvil Nightheart's. I know, me neither. I really don't. I I don't want to see it, but I think that's exactly how it's going to go down. Especially because it's a, the riot squad is right there too. Like, who does Natty have to to back her up? Ronda's preoccupied. I'll um, tell you. I'll tell you what, though. I think Jim the Anvil Nightheart would be pretty pretty happy to be involved in the storyline. Oh yeah, like that's what makes me think that it's going to happen too. Even though I don't want to see it, is because like that's. That's Natty's pedigree. That's where she comes from. You know, like these professionals who try to get everything and like, you know what I mean? Everything can be an angle and get the people worked up. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll go Ruby too, though. Uh, what's next, SGG? Elias versus Bobby Lashley. In a ladder match. I'm going Elias because I mean I've said this many times. I feel like when's Elias going to start getting some wins? I mean, I think we would both agree that the bigger trajectory here moving forward is Elias, correct? Yeah, yeah. So, what's the point? I mean, Bobby Lashley now is a is a heel cheater with Leo. Doesn't really matter if he loses. You know, you're just trying to get him heat anyway. And I feel like Elias had all these matches that he so rarely wins, and he has the chance to be so big. Like I always say, if he's not going to beat Bobby Lashley, so you know, when's he going to win? I, I I like Elias here. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go Bobby Lashley. You just said why? Because he has uh, he has Leo Rush with him and um, the X Factor. Yeah, and I do see Leo Rush getting blasted with the guitar. <laughs> not maybe not Bobby Lashley, but definitely Leo Rush. Leo Rush in his match the other day against Elias, literally without a shirt on. Leo Rush looks like a seven year old. <laughs> this is true. This is true. But he won the match, though. He won the match. He found why because the odds were in his favor. His nickname should be the seven year old, just like my nickname is Greg. Right, Seven-year-old well. piece of gold. <laughs> um, all right, what else, Greg? Um, Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Just a straight-up singles match. Straight-up old-school singles match. I'm going Drew McIntyre. Yeah, same. Um, he's been on a tear recently. I mean, I knew we all knew that when they eventually were going to fall apart, it was not going to be to Dolph's advantage. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. We didn't know that. That's just reasonable. Um, and and by the way, like a lot of these matches are interesting. I just don't feel like a lot of the ones they just have a lot of story. Any of these? The early. Do you feel like Dolph versus Drew should have been the the match to see here? What do you mean of the group of matches we just said? Yeah, like would would Dolph make more sense instead of Finn? Would that make you more interested in the match if it was oh, Dolph sorry. No, because I was thinking it was Dolph the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> While you said it, I was like, oh, Dolph versus Drew, of course. Um, yeah, that's all the more reason you know it's absolutely not even the match. Because it's, it's, it's going to be the Dolph and Finn. I mean, Dolph and Drew. So yeah. Finn, Finn and Drew? I forgot it was Finn and Drew. Yeah, I'm going Drew. Dolph involved. Um, or maybe the opposite. Maybe You think Dolph maybe comes and steals it and Finn wins? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm going with Drew McIntyre as well, though, just because he... I don't think... He, he rarely lost since he since he came up. Like, he hasn't really been pinned or, or submitted. I think it happened once. Well, and, 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 and of all the people to lose to Finn... I mean, when we've seen Finn lose unnecessary matches so many times, he's going to beat Drew McIntyre. Not unless yeah. Dolph, not unless Dolph gets involved. I'm sorry, I just don't believe it. Yeah, I don't believe it. I don't believe it either. Um, not for a second. And, uh, with that, we go to the bar. Oh my god! Versus the New Day. Versus Could, the Usos. How many times have the Bar and the New Day been involved in matches recently? Um, it's been a, a nice string of matches since the, cause they traded tag titles. Um, it's been a while. I mean, how many you think? <sighs> let's, let's pull up the old pro fight DB, see what happens. Can you, will it just give you the amount of times? Yeah. It'll, it'll list like all the matches. I mean, I can count them up. I don't mind doing that. <laughs> it's, but, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot, though. Yeah, it has been, especially when you think about that combination, too, like the bar and um, and the New Day and the Usos. Like, the three of them have been going basically since WrestleMania. Yeah, if not before, right? Like, it just feels, yeah. it feels like it's been a thousand times. 
And don't get me wrong, they have good matches, but it's bonkers. Yeah, although I'm not going to lie, I do feel like it was better when um, when it was the Usos in the New Day doing this. It felt- oh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree, I agree. The payoff between the Usos and the New Day was amazing. They yeah, had it, they had so many good matches. I mean, don't get me wrong, the bar in the New Day is solid also. But Usos in New Day is special. Yeah. And it seems like they went right back to that same well with this feud because what what reason for what reason would the bar be in a rap battle? It it makes no sense, but um, because they have to have a goofy promo together basically every week. Like, I wonder when the New Day and the Bar show up at the building now. Do they even, like, bother looking to see what they're doing? Or they just get together and say, like, hey, so what's up tonight? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, pro- I mean, I guess they text about it. I don't know. Because they all know. I mean, it's every week. Yeah. It's every week. Or as some would say it. We could be in the middle of Miz country. Or. You're here. <laughs> Don't let it get back to Brock that I laugh about that clip every no, single no, time. No, no, no. Let you. Did you find it? I, I thought we were waiting for you, Greg. Well, we stole it. I, I, I pulled up the page, and the, the Sheamus and Cesaro's page on Pro Fight DB going back to. March. So since they since they came to SmackDown, it looks like every match that they've had as a tag team, except for one, has involved either the New Day. Except for two, excuse me, has involved either the New Day or the Usos. Oh my gosh. Well, at least... Um... At least the bar came dressed as Run DMC. Yeah, which was Mage, Kangol hats, the Dookie, the bootleg. They're not even really Dookie ropes. They're chains or a pug. Um, I'll go yeah, Usos. Three I'll, matches. Three matches. Excuse me. I'm gonna go Usos, and it's nothing but wishful because I love them. Yeah, I want to see them. Um, as champs too, uh, I, but you know what though? This is not. We have most of the same answers, and it, for the Black Power ranking purposes, I'm going to go New Day. Because you determine them to be blacker. Well, we yeah, we need a good week. Well, they actually are African American. They are black. Um, African American. Got it. Not, okay. Not Pacific. Uh, Islanders. Islanders. Yeah. Okay. Got it. I just want to. I'm just keeping track here of how you. I mean, Samoans are not black. That isn't it up to anyone's determination. But, uh, I mean, the Rock is, the Rock is, but but you're only counting that because he's half American black. No, no, his father's Canadian black, still That's black. I, sorry, North American black. Right. Uh, Samoans are not part of the diaspora. They got their own thing going on. They got a good thing going. Not trying to say anything negative about them, but uh, so the line is you you have to be a part of the diaspora. To- <laughs> I, Right. This, wow. I'll tell you what, the black power ranking is very, very, very challenging. Um, all right, let's get to the meat of this card, SGG. Yeah. Match, let's get to what we're actually here to talk about. We spent a whole damn show. We already have to wrap this thing up in like 
20 minutes, and we haven't even gotten to the meat and potatoes of this damn card. Well, we're getting here. We're getting there. I'm waiting. Before we get there, though, we have to address Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. Okay. A match a match that Baron Corbin is planning to win by forfeit. Yes. Although Do you think Heath Slater plays a role in this match? I, I forgot to mention, I do like Heath Slater as a referee. I hope he remains a referee. Same. Especially uh, this conflicted referee that he's playing. Yeah, I'm into the idea of people you know being a referee. I think that's fun. Not all the time, but, you know, him being a referee could be... Even if he just goes on to become an act, just regular sort of referee, I, I, I think it'd be cool. Um... Uh, I don't know. I I I gotta tell you, I haven't spent a ton of time thinking about what happens between Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman. What's your What's your take? Yeah, I'm gonna go Braun. We're not expecting him to show up, which is exactly why he should probably show up. I mean, he has to, right? Yeah, I think so. So I'm going Braun. And you think he ends up winning? I do, because it's Braun. Like he wouldn't be the monster if he didn't power through despite your injuries um and then what but then you don't think baron goes on to become the actual full-time gm of raw um no i don't although yeah i don't know maybe alexa bliss gets named gm of raw since we don't seem to know what the hell's going on with her maybe and that could be a roundabout way of handling it too like she gets named gm of raw and then she grants him power over the men's division, which he had already, but now she's the GM. Greg, should we worry about how many sirens we hear when you're doing the show? Nope, because they're not coming to me. When they <laughs> when they stop here, then we worry. As long as Ky- they pass by. Kyrie, how many sirens do we hear per week from Greg? Oh, man, he's racking them up. I'm starting to get a little concerned myself. I'm, glad <laughs> I'm you not brought racking them up. up. Greg, it sounds like a promo for Bad News Brown. <laughs> nah, it's the new Dean Ambrose theme. <laughs> It's the new Dean Ambrose theme. I'm worried crime time's about to show up. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad, I wouldn't be so bad. Would you be more excited to see Shad or JTG? Uh, JTG. Yeah, I, 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 I was always more of a JTG guy. Yeah. Myself. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll go Baron Corbin, but I don't particularly care. What's next? Rollins and Ambrose. All right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. For the Intercontinental Championship. I, I'm very excited to see what these guys do because you have to think they are going to want to show out. Um, mm-hmm. This pay-per-view is really from a wrestling standpoint about them. The setup is for them to be what everyone talks about when the night ends. Um so I'm predicting something really good from them, and I'm predicting a win from Dean Ambrose. I am predicting the same, um, especially because these two guys, man, like their chemistry, um, it really is sort of off the charts, um, especially when the Shield first broke up and they sort of had the reverse of this feud going. And it was Ambrose trying to do everything he could to get his hands on Seth Rollins. They they pumped out some really good matches. Like they made me not only interested in a lumberjack match, but they had I enjoyed the lumberjack match that they had. It was a, it was a lot of fun 
And I would never have thought that I would say that about any Lumberjack match. And not even to mention, you know, the Hell in a Cell match that they had. Um, all those great matches. I think they're going to add this to the list of of really good matches that they had together. Isn't it strange that Randy, when Randy Orton comes out on SmackDown, his Titantron just says, in my veins? Yeah. I don't know what they're getting at, but... Uh, like I, sometimes I don't know what is the logic. Let's look back on a great Seth Rollins moment, shall we? All that aggression inside you, you chose to take it out on an inanimate object. And not only an inanimate, uh, inanimate object. Hey, shut up. Shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, I miss old heel Seth. Uh, but he's, he's killing it right now. So excited to see what these guys do. Excited for the moment. Excited for the spotlight to be shine down upon Dean and Seth. Have we gotten any more from Renee and any more? And do you think we'll get any more from Renee? Could it happen at the pay-per-view? Um, we haven't gotten any more from Renee. And I, I don't know. I, I could see it happening at the pay-per-view. I don't see her getting physically involved. Um, but it could happen. Uh, I'm, well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I, I have to tell you, I'm actually looking forward, even though I kind of just slept on the early matches, I'm still looking forward to the pay-per-view. Um, all right, what else, Greg? We have Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax, a straight-up singles match for the Raw Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey. Not sure exactly how it plays out, but I, I'm sorry. just doesn't feel like this could be... Doesn't feel like this could be the one where Ronda loses it at TLC. Yeah, same. Um, although I do think to solidify Nia as a heater, that it would be it would be nice if she takes away everything that the fans enjoy in the women's division. You know, which Ronda's title, uh, the match between Ronda and Becky, um, that'd be great. But I don't I don't see them going that route. It's hard to envision this being the pay per view where that would happen. It just seems unrealistic. Um, what else, Greg? I, I know, I know, I know, I know what's left, but I want to hear you. Yeah, say. Becky Lynch. Oh yeah, Charlotte Flair. Oh yeah, and Oscar, no last name. TLC match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Very, very excited about this. Charlotte and Oscar have been doing great stuff. Um. Uh, from what I've heard on house shows and on TV the other day, really excited. To me, you know, Seth and Dean and this match are what you're here for. Um, and I will say that Becky retains in a really, really fun affair. Yeah, um, I agree. And, and I hate to agree because you want to see Oscar. Finally, get her hands on that championship match, but I, I don't think, I don't think this is the one where she's going to do it. Championship! Damn, that's a throwback. I don't think she's going to get it. I don't think it's, she's going to look. I don't think she's going to look bad. But, um, but like you said, though, this match and Seth Dean are the two that we sh- show up for, and I don't. I think they're both going to deliver, which leads us to. Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles 
for the WWE Championship. You're disrespecting your fanship of Daniel Bryan. The remix. The re- I, I'm so surprised at how many interviews they do inside Gorilla right now. Yeah. A lot, there's a lot of them. I remember the old days when I used to do, when I started at WWE way back two years ago. They didn't show nearly as much. Um, I had the perfect, we, we used the perfect drop there for the K show. I'm going to pull it up. God, it's so good. When it happened, I knew it was special. This is the drop that I play in a situation like that. I remember the old days. <laughs> that happened in real life. This is this is really just a baseball caller. This is, this is like what all the baseball callers we get are like. This is what they sound like every time. I remember the old days. So, so, so upset. By the way, uh, real quick, I want your, you're a lawyer. I want your uh, input, Greg. What do you think was happening when we answered a call once, the guy had been on hold, they answered the call, and this is the sound we heard. What is happening here? Go on. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I, I don't know. I'm going to plead the fifth, and I suggest that that do, do, do the same. Go on. It's one of the strangest. Let me get it one more time, just so I can properly assess the situation. All right, we pick up the phone and go. Uh, whatever his name was, Steve, you're on the Michael K show. Go <laughs> And then there's another one where it sounded like a woman almost lost her mind and hung up. Oh, Michael! No, it wasn't that one. It was. It was. It was, it was <laughs> I know that one's crazy too. Oh, Michael! But also there was. Um, oh, this one. It's like it's like she was at the point, and when he answered the call, it it ended. Oh! You put that together, and it's some really crazy. Oh! Oh! God! You can't listen. You can't listen to that in the car with the kids. I'm sorry about that. And the last thing I'll tell you about the K show. By the way, you guys, if you're listening right now and you listen to the podcast every week, and you really do want content, but you're like not that into sports. The K show, which there's, there's an, you can listen live on the ESPN app or the podcast, or if you just want to hear my segment, it's called ENN. There's an ENN podcast. So you just get my 30 segment, 30, 30 minute segment that I do every night where I do news, uh, sports stories that they react to. You'd really like the show though. So if you, if you just love this show, you'd really enjoy it. Um, but this is one of my favorite sounds ever. It's, it's what a caller said. This caller made this whole point. I don't even remember what it was about. And then Don responded in a way where he just like proved a point instantly and the guy had no reply. And so this is now the sound I play whenever someone just gets stumped because it's just so definitively the sound of someone who just got proven wrong. Here we go. Well, hey, there's, well, hey. (laughs) Well, sometimes when you say, well, hey, it just means, you know. Wait, but you had said that blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. I have tape. On the tape, I said blah, blah, blah. Well, hey. There's, well, hey. All right. That's enough taking stroll down. Michael K. show drops. Um, Daniel Bryan. AJ Styles. 
for the WWE Championship. I don't think it's time yet for the new Daniel Bryaners. I just call him Brian. I don't think it's time yet for uh, him to be done. Not by a long shot. Uh, so, by hook or by crook, Daniel Bryan retains. <laughs> I don't think it's time yet either. But I'm going to go with AJ Styles anyway. Wow. wow. Shocked Just by because, this. Because, yeah. I mean, listen. When Daniel Bryan won the championship, he reminded me of that age-old saying, anything can happen in the WWE. Which is really just like them saying, expect the unexpected. Um, and so, I'm going to remind myself of that as we head into this match. That anything can happen. And even though we expect Daniel Bryan or the new Daniel Bryan to continue down this path, I'm going to expect the unexpected and go with AJ Styles. Wow. Not what I would have expected. Um, hey, SGG, are you ready for some Black Power rankings? Oh, yeah. Well, what do you got? So, in at number three, I'm going to go with the New Day. I know, I know. They only hosted the rap battle. But let's not forget, they performed against the Usos in a rap battle last year that was highly entertaining and and blessed me with one of my favorite lines in the history of wrestling rap battles. Don't get all rated all like your boy Xavier Woods. Um, they sat this one out, but they were still an integral part of the segment, uh, segment which I did enjoy. And so I'm giving it to the New Day for number three. You know what you number sound like right now by digging in the crates like that? Who? I remember the old days. All right, keep going. <laughs> of course, 100%. Um, and number two, Ember um, Moon, who I can't believe I'm saying this, but I sort of forgot about her. And uh, she reminded me of just who she is by jumping in to save Ronda Rousey and defeat Tamina uh, this Monday night. And um, I'm expecting her to be a major player um, in the Raw Women's Championship scene soon. Um, I'm not going to say by... Royal Rumble, but definitely by Mania, she could probably be in there to shake things up. She's mage. I'm a fan. Yeah, so I'm going to go for Ember Moon at number and two. She has a, and she has a mage theme song. Um, all right, keep going. And at number one, um, Leo Rush, because let's face it, the seven year old. Yeah, the seven year old piece of gold. When he speaks, he backs up everything he says he's going to do. He said he's going to beat Elias this week on Monday Night Raw. And he did he just do? that. That's right. He said that Bobby Lashley is going to beat Elias this Sunday. What is, what's and he going to do? I'm expecting him to do just that. Big pay-per-view debut for Leo Rush. Big, big week to see what he can do with his man Bobby Lashley. And to know that he goes into it number one on the Black Power rankings? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's got to give him all the confidence in the world. Now it's time for the mailbag, which uh, this week... This week m- 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 mail is brought to you by stamps.com. Shout out to stamps.com. Um, any letter, any package, any class of mail you want to send, you can use your own computer. You can use your own printer. It's so easy. The mail carrier picks it up. It's all done. No trips to the post office. No nothing. 
Stamps.com saves you time, saves you money, um, and it helps you print the right amount of postage every time. They'll even send you the scale. They'll get you all set. So if you go to Stamps.com right now and you use the, you click the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in the word heat, they will hook you up with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments. Just go to stamps.com. Make your life so much easier. Click that mic, type in the word heat, and start sending things right from your doorstep. That's stamps.com. Use the code heat. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. Mail. Everyone waits for it every single week. You can always write us, by the way, of course, at rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. It's always nice throughout these uh, cold winter weeks getting, getting uh, you know, having a long day and you get a nice nice email from one of the pecker heads. Let's see. I guess these emails would have started rolling in around 6th or 7th. Let's see. Someone wrote about a mini heat and greet. We won't get to that. A Royal Rumble heat and greet. Don't know if that's going to happen. Hey, Peter, I'm sorry. I hate to cut the line for mail, but I can I ask a question for the mailbag wow. question? Oh, Camp. Of course. I, I didn't know, Greg. I wasn't sure if you were excited or offended uh, about what he just <laughs> no, did. No. To All right, here. I'm going to hit the drop anyway. Here you go. Mail. Okay, go ahead, Kyrie. Okay, so I've been paying attention to the whole Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey thing mm-hmm. and the chatter about them possibly being the – is it the first female headliner for WrestleMania? That could be a possibility. What do you guys think about that? Is that a possibility, and would you be here for it? Well, first of all, which of you guys is playing with Legos as we speak? None of us. Come on, I mean, what was that? The... What was that sound? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that. You want to use lying? Don't cover it up. Something just happened. I, I mean, I flip it pages, but I don't know how that was. It was like just a page. Let me let me hear the let me hear the page again. No, that you hear that little jingling. I do hear that jingling. Yeah. What's the jingling, Greg? Are you Greg? Are you wearing Are you wearing some uh, something iced out? No, no. Not yet. That anyway. there it is yeah, again. I heard it. What the hell is that? That's impossible. It's paper. It's paper. Nah, I, I, I think I think he's iced out. If something's happening, or you're playing with Legos, like the seven year old. <laughs> um, uh, you know what, I Kyrie, I do think it's a possibility. Um, particularly this year when I don't know where they go. Honestly, at this very moment, and it's very early. You know, we're not even in January yet. It's not even 2019. But right now, at this early juncture, as we start to, th- as we get to starting to think about the WrestleMania card, I, I would lean towards it being likely that Ronda Rousey and her opponent, whether it be Charlotte or Becky, main events WrestleMania. It's a great year to do it. They did Evolution this year. I, we know that they want to bring back Evolution or Women's Pay Per View next year. And frankly, I don't know what the big men's match is. So I think it's possible and and likely. SGG? Yeah, no, I agree 100% that it's both possible and likely, um, especially because, let's just face it, Becky Lynch is on fire right now, and Ronda Rousey is is Ronda Rousey. She's going to get a marquee match um, at WrestleMania. So if they could put the two of those two together, that would certainly justify them being in the main event because, like you said, P, I don't see any men's match that, deserves the spot i don't see how they build to a men's match that would deserve to close the show yeah good good question there uh Kyrie, and uh Thanks. i think it's definitely possible 
Um, Jamar says, uh, writes me a, an email called DMV Life. If you could only keep uh, one of these DMV staples, what would it be? Mumbo sauce, half smokes, or go-go? I don't know what half smokes are. Does that make me a bad Washingtonian? But I'll go with go-go. I think you it's don't the most... know what the one thing is and you're going to get rid of go-go? No, no, I'm keeping go-go. I said if you could only keep one. Oh, okay. Keeping go-go. Okay. That makes um, sense. Yeah, please. Sam writes us, and I forgot to do that. What you gonna do? Mail. Sam writes us also. Mail. Um, all right. As our demographic goes, the 30-something podcast listeners who grew up in the 80s, 90s, we should be able to set our top five to that era, to modern day. If only there was a milestone set to about 35 years What that we could call it. Um, this is a, if only there was a milestone set to about 35 years that we could call it. Okay. So this era, the WrestleMania era top five, he says his WrestleMania era top five, meaning starting in the eighties till now, Hogan, Flair, HBK, Cena, and AJ. He said, I'm using all my requirements around my top five. Not just technical wrestling skills. Leaving out The Rock and Austin seems repug, but they lack w- one thing that the others have. Real longevity in the business. Not Austin. Austin had longevity. Yeah, that's that's absurd. Austin started in WCW. He was a U.S. champion. And he was there for a long time before he went to WWE. Yeah, I mean, it's not. he doesn't have the longest run all time, but he, I mean, he's got a, enough time. Longer than Rocky, certainly. Um, and then he ended it with, Brett screwed Brett and enjoy yourself. <laughs> Um, thanks, Sam. Um, I mean, we don't need to break down our top. We've done top five so many times, but I enjoyed hearing yours. Uh, let's go to, uh, Brian who writes us. Mail. Um, he said he sent a message last week, but I was repug and didn't say it. He said, regular listener with a life heard the most recent episode, which is two weeks ago now. So I had to write and get us and give us a scorching hot take, a score. And get a scorching take on a question that immediately came to mind. Now that the newly appointed Greg and Malcolm can join to form a mage cheap heat tag team, what does the ascent to the titles look like and how does it happen? What's the inevitable Malcolm to heel Greg ultimate babyface double turn and tail? Barbershop window, new Vince Authority Alliance, finally... Does the maker of fine footwear make an epic one-time special referee appearance in a match where Greg and Malcolm close out their eighth consecutive pay-per-view? Also, most importantly, who does Super Mage Manager dip side with and why? Stay eating delicious chicken and, as always, stay mage. Brian. I'll say this, Greg. I like delicious chicken. All right. I will um, I'll just say this, uh, Greg. Um, fun email. I'm not going to break down the entire thing right now, but Dipperstein obviously rolls with me and for a very long time. And his eventual turn on me is when everything really gets big. That's, that's the pinnacle of the whole thing. Wouldn't you say, SGG? Yeah, I, I think so. I think, I think we could pull a shield like turn where everything gets big and then we all go to the stratosphere. After that, that's, that's the only way to do it. Um, all right. Let's take one more message. I'm being called to the studio. I wanted to get to more. Damn it. Um, all right. Tom writes us. 
I'll leave this to you, Greg. What's up? Want to try on something by you and Tony Statlas? I've noticed that I've noticed about three of the biggest stars in the WWE universe. Am I crazy or are Becky Lynch, Daniel Bryan, and Tommaso Ciampa all doing variations of the same thing? All three are great performers, but they are all playing former babyfaces who turn to the dark side to win and keep championships. How they heal is different. Brian's got self-righteousness. Becky's killing it on Twitter. And Ciampa is Shakespearean in his villainy. But at the core, they all have the same motivation. They all want to be champ and believe the end justifies the means. Am I wrong about this? Am I being overly simplistic? Curious what you think. I don't think he's wrong or being overly simplistic. And I think he actually um, might have hit the nail on the head. With the exception of Ciampa, I, I believe the reason he turned here was because he felt like he wasn't appreciated enough. And then he turned, um, and now he is very Shakespearean in his villainy and, you know, almost Machiavellian in the way everything is thought out. And it's just as much mental as it is physical. But, um, but no, I don't think, I don't think he's wrong at all. And it's quite the coincidence too, if, if I do say so myself. Uh, and also, can I just say one thing about, first of all, this is the nerdiest uh, thing of all time. Uh, second of all, um, you're aware this is also every storyline in history, right? Mm, but, I mean, the way they're doing it right now, and it, it sort of does make sense, too. I mean, they have so much TV that they have to write for. Why not, like, just put a little twist on one thing and then send it off on another show, you know? I don't mind it. Um, yeah, I just think I, I enjoy the conversation, but basically this is what every heel ever in the history of wrestling has done in some way. Um, where there's a lot more emails and I want to get to them, but we're doing a bonus show at some point in the next week or so. So we have a lot more time to get to emails. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Enjoy the pay-per-view this weekend. Thank you to Kyrie and RJ. SGG, do me a favor and stay mage. And you enjoy yourself, Pete. No, no, you guys all enjoy yourself. We'll catch you with two cheap eats next week.